the Askell Leadership Podcast. My name is Matt Stevens, and I'm the principal of Saracens High School. Saracens is a secondary free school in Collindale in Barnet, and we opened to our first cohort of Year 7s in September 2018, and we grow each year until we're full in 2024. We opened in temporary accommodation, and we were supposed to be here for a year to 18 months. It's now two years later, we're still in temporary accommodation, and they've just started building our new site so that's going to be ready probably for the start of our fourth year. What attracted me to this job? Well, Saracens are a professional rugby club and I'm not a rugby person at all, but I am a PE teacher. And so there was an interest that this was the first professional sports organisation that were linked to opening a free school. And when I looked further into who they were, I was really attracted by the values of the organisation and they were completely aligned to my own. They're very clear values of discipline, hard work, honesty and humility. And as an organisation, they are very family focused and they look after people within their organisation. And when I looked at the person specification, I really felt that it was describing me. And fortunately, so did the, uh, the trustees and the other people on the interview panel. Finally, when I was Growing up, I grew up in Barnet in the local authority and I had my first teaching post in Barnet as well. And since then I'd moved away and, and worked in different areas. So it was nice to feel that I could potentially come back to Barnet. How has it been similar to what I expected? Starting a new school, you know you've got to start everything from scratch. And the idea of taking all of the good practice that you've seen throughout your career and putting that into a school and developing the culture was just fantastic and, and that's been exactly the opportunity that I've been presented with. It's quite different to what I've done throughout my career up until now where we've always been looking for improvement and, and looking to change the culture. It's similar in that I knew it was so important to embed the values not just for the children but also the staff and developing a family ethos, developing a mistakes culture where we welcome mistakes and we learn from mistakes and really the value of humility encourages all of us to recognise that we've got to improve every day. When you're starting a new school, you know that recruitment is going to be really crucial and that's something that we worked really hard on. We were very lucky that we've been able to attract strong fields and make some great appointments and also we, we know who we need for the following year. So we start our recruitment in autumn and each year we've made some really good appointments in the autumn term. And then we've tried to have our teaching staff in place by Easter at the latest. And actually this year we managed to do it for February. So we were really lucky that we had fully recruited all of our teaching staff before the lockdown came in. What's been different to what I was expecting I'm not sure different is the right word in my context because you know when you're starting a school, you've got to do everything. You know, I started one day a week from January before the September that we opened and then from April I was full time. But we didn't have much support. You know, We had an administrator and we had the project manager and that was about it for a while. We then took on a, another administrator. But really the support staff, the teaching staff, they don't get to start until September. 
So I had this long list of things to do and you just keep adding to it. And the big things are obvious, you know, the, the teaching and learning approach and the curriculum. You, you've got all that. It's the other things that you didn't know. The things like, well, who's going to design the school letterhead? And uh, if our caretakers starting in August, who's going to put up the notice boards and the whiteboards in the classroom? And, and you just find yourself having to be very, very flexible and doing whatever's needed. What should someone else know before stepping into a similar role? I think it's really important that you look for the right school. I went on numerous interviews and fortunately was unsuccessful because I knew deep down those wouldn't have been the right schools for me. So find the right school for you, something that's really aligned with your values where you know you're going to have full support of the governing body or the multi-academy trust. It's important that you early on, particularly when starting in a new school, you develop a relationship with the local authority and the local head teachers. I went round to meet all the, the local head teachers and there was an anxiety about a new school opening up in the area. And one head teacher said to me, I think we're going to be fighting over the same sort of children. And I think by being open, by working with those schools, we've developed a, a good collaborative relationship. And, and they don't see me so much as a threat anymore, rather than someone who, who will work with them. One of the mission statements at Saracens Rugby Club says they need to be relentlessly positive and energised. And I, I love that phrase. And it's tough sometimes, but I have it written by my door of my office. So, so every time I go out into the corridor, there's the reminder, be relentlessly positive and energised. And that's infectious. And the children and the staff pick up on that. And there are tough times, particularly when you're in temporary accommodation. And it's really important that that positivity and that energy comes from the top. It's very important to have people around you who can support you. You're going to have great days, but there'll also be some times where it gets pretty overwhelming. And you'll know the, the air mask on the plane analogy where you have to put yours on first. You have to look after yourself. You have to be aware, self-aware. You need to have people around you who can support you, whether that's friends, family, former colleagues, for example. Certainly, I had a number of former colleagues who were very, very supportive and there just to listen sometimes and to advise when necessary. You will have many, many great days, but there are times where it will get overwhelming. And the good news is certainly in the second year, there are fewer overwhelming days than the first year. And I hope that carries on. There's a really good TEDx talk by James Heal on vulnerable leadership. And it describes how I felt on many days. But you know, the imposter syndrome where you just feel that your cover's going to be blown and people are going to realise that they made a mistake in appointing you. And the more I've spoken to people about this, the more I've realised this is so common. Recently, I was watching a Pixel leadership talk by the commanding officer of the Red Arrows, and he feels the same. So if you have those days, don't worry, it's normal. And I remember in the summer term of my first year, sitting down with an experienced head, and I said to her, I can't do this job. And she gave me what I felt was the best response and, and really changed the way I think about this, because she said, of course you can't. No one can do this job. No one's prepared for this job. And we've seen through this recent pandemic, there's nothing you can do to prepare you for everything you're going to have to deal with.
And then she said something along the lines of, you just come in and you do the best you can every day for your community. And that's all anyone can ask, isn't it? So I hope you found some of that useful and I wish you all the best in your new post. Good luck. The Askell Leadership Podcast. 